welcome back to another uh, episode of the Burlington Friendship Society. I'm your friend, Carl Mamer. And I am also your friend, Christian Walters. Yeah. And I should point out, I'm in uh, Burlington, Ontario, or as we say, metric Burlington. And Christian, where, where, Christian, where do you live? Please tell our friends. <laughs> well, friends, I live in Burlington, Vermont. Or Imperial Burlington. Yeah, and um, and I don't want to make it sound like you Americans are ganging up on me, but we have uh, another uh, new friend from uh, from the United States to introduce on this podcast, uh, Wes Wes Brown. Hello, hello, Hi, friends. Good. And and where where are you from, from Wes? If you don't mind, uh, remember you're among friends here, so you can reveal as many details right. as you like, because friends don't stalk friends or. Uh, call the FBI on them or anything like that. So, friends, friends don't be creepy. Exactly, friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, depends who your friends are. It depends who your friends are. I've got plenty of creepy friends. I am from uh, Western Kentucky. I am from a little town called Providence, Kentucky. Uh, we might as well be in Missouri. All right. Uh, okay. Not a whole lot going on here. Okay. I mean, geographically, because like Michigan uh, mm-hmm. looks looks like a like a hand, you know, like yes. imagine like a glove, like a mitten, as we call in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Kentucky, what does Kentucky resemble? Like a, mm, like a wedge. Yeah, yeah, kind of a like a caveman club. Yeah, yeah, on its side. All right. yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Now, now I have to. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna because you know friends can be open and honest with their friends. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, now, if you ever listen to Ask a Canadian, I, I kind of confess this a few times, but but to a Canadian, um, uh, Kentucky is the most terrifying word you can say to a Canadian. Okay, <laughs> really? So, yeah. So I, and even you know, so I kind of you know, uh, this is a bit kind of bit of therapy for me, you know, mm-hmm. by, by having you on. So so I, I oh, want, uh, it's it's immersion therapy. Yeah, basically, yeah. So I, okay. I want yeah, I want people to know, like you know. Friends, you know, mm-hmm. there are good friends in Kentucky. Do not be yeah. because you're not like like when I think of Kentucky. When Canadians think of Kentucky, they think of like we're just going to get totally murdered in a horrible, awful way. So does this <laughs> happen in Kentucky? No, no. I mean, it's, it seems like a fairly peaceful place. I don't have a lot of experience with it. Right, right. You're thinking more of a. Well, are you confusing um, it with Manhattan? Or Mississippi, or Mississippi, yeah, could be, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so Kentucky's not that bad, you're saying? Well, we're not that great, but we're not that super murdery. I mean, we mostly murder each other, not outsiders. Oh, okay, that, that's good. We we like we like company. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> and now, and now, uh, what, uh, Carl, uh, oh, ahead, show us. Show us on the racehorse where the bourbon hurts you. Oh, <laughs> all over, all over. Now, now, Wes, you uh, you you do your own podcast, right? Let's let's. Uh, I let's, do. Yeah, well, and what's that called? That is the Kentucky Colonels of Truth. Right. Okay. And that, and, and how do you spell Colonel in this podcast? C O L O N E L S. Right. So like the military rank. Because you know you had always sort of written it, and I, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen it on you know in, in iTunes and stuff. And I go Kentucky Colonels of Truth, right? Mm-hmm. And then I just go, okay, a Kentucky Colonel, and you're speaking the truth. But when you actually sort of say it, then you then you uh, that's when I kind of yeah. got the double entendre. The or, it's, it's a it's a pun. Yeah, exactly. Like a colonel, like a colonel of truth. I'm like, oh, 
Jeez, I now I get it. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of dumb that way. But uh, yeah, Kentucky <laughs> Colonel's the truth. Yeah, and, 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 well, what's 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 it about your your podcast? Oh, we do mostly true crime and high strangeness. Um, my my good friend Kate, uh, who does actually most of the heavy lifting, she uh, she does a lot of the true crime. She's she's very good at research. She's uh, very passionate about it, and I. I will get drunk and kind of stutter about Bigfoot. So. Yeah, you're like the, you're like the hype man, right? Well, I bring the fun stuff, and I and seeing the analytics, I know people don't like the fun stuff; they want the murder. Exactly. Well, yeah. Is, is she yeah. is she a pharmacist, Kate? She is a pharmacist technician. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because she mentioned something about dealing with so yeah. drugs. She or builds something. and services pharmacists. Uh she is a pill slinger. Ah, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, I am not familiar with your strange Kentucky ways, but it is interesting. I am. Um, I just started reading. I guess what would uh, I assume is considered one of the masterpieces of true crime, and that um, "In Cold Blood" by Truman Capote. Yes. Um, from what I can tell, that's one of the more famous works. Mm-hmm. And I just started the audiobook a couple of days ago, and. I'm really enjoying it, and I kind of feel wigged out by how much I'm enjoying this book. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like that, yeah. You get you get down a weird K hole with it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Your uh, I think it's your fifth episode, the most recent one to come out, I believe. Uh, yeah. At least most recent when this podcast has been recorded. It's mm-hmm. uh, and I have to tell people if you plan to go see the. Um, that Quentin Tarantino movie come out in the summer. Well, it was at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I think kind of touches on or delves a lot with the the, the Manson, uh, you know, Tate LaBianca murders. That you, they should absolutely listen to your podcast first because you guys, sorry, I, it, it is chilling and it is is awful and it leaves you sad and sick. Basically, mm-hmm. you, you you don't you don't really kind of hold back about what those oh, Manson people did. Yeah, there was no. There was no upside. There yeah, was no, yeah, yeah. So it, I, I mean, I don't know how Tarantino is going to treat it, but if it's he kind of gives it a Reservoir Dogs kind of like hip slick kind of, you know, it, it, I I think people should listen to your episode first before they see it, so they, they're kind of they're maybe a bit more immune to just mm-hmm. thinking like. You know these hip swinging, murderous, stabby cats right. in the sixties. Yeah. You know, like like I don't know. These yeah, these uh these sashaying hippies. Yeah, exactly. Man. So Tarantino is going to give us helter skelter, but violent. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know Charlie was a, just a virulent racist, so we know the dialogue that that Tarantino will choose. Oh, oh dear, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. You're in Kentucky, and I'm from down there, so yeah. I think we're both familiar with exactly what that language is. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We should probably tell Wes that Christian lives currently in Burlington, Vermont, but he doesn't come from there. You come from? Uh... No, I moved, before I moved to Burlington, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and had been for several years. Oh yeah. And um, but I was born in and grew up in uh, North Alabama. Okay. So, the uh, you know the fried foods and the college football does run deep. <laughs> yeah, here it's basketball, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 to, to 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 Canadian. I mean, you know, you got your Kentucky, you got your Georgia, you got your Alabama. Like, 
you know, Canadians would just sort of lump it all in as like right. frightening places, right? Like what? Uh, like what? What is? What's the difference? Uh, elevation. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I've I've made the listen. I I live in the western part of the state, which is closer to Missouri. We're okay. we're more fields and rolling hills, and we're yeah. flat. We're flat. Yeah, you're and more of a Midwest state. Yeah, at that and point. I and I and I will actually make the argument that we I am in the Midwest, even though it drives my brother insane. <laughs> uh, but you go to eastern Kentucky, and that is where the foothills are, and that is where the Appalachian oh. Mountains begin, and it is nutty. It okay. smells different because the elevation is different. You get a lot more ozone, and uh, it's it's like going into it. It's like it's like going to the wardrobe into meth land. All right. Um, I, 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 I had asked you. I had said, you know, there's a Burlington, Kentucky, and I was hoping yes. you had been there. And and no. your, and your reply was like, "Ugh, that is Eastern Kentucky." Like like as if I had said like you know like. You know, like how many of your sisters have you married, or something? Like it was just, it was like, like I just asked you the the worst, most rudest question ever, and and so he, are there part, there's parts of Kentucky you don't like? No, no. You see, we're very well. Number one, any Kentuckian doesn't like anybody from out of state talking about about any other Kentuckian. You don't you, you don't you don't talk about my dumb brother like that. But I'm sorry. But we, <laughs> But we hate each other, right. and and actually, what I've discovered was was that uh, Burlington is actually almost in Cincinnati. It is at the very tip, uh, just before you get into Ohio, mm. and so they're one of them Lexington and Louisville people. So mm. I we <laughs> we don't we don't care for them because uh, again, western part of the state, we're all you know surly hillbill uh, surly rednecks. Uh, eastern part of the state is where all the colorful hillbillies are. And in the central part of the state is where all the moneyed, mint julep drinking, crazy horse people are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I have I've been around because I I worked with horses as a kid a little bit, uh, and those people are weird. Horse people. <laughs> oh yeah, horse people. They got they have, if you have the money for horses, you've got too much money. Horses are not cheap, right? Yeah. To uh, mm-hmm. to, to no. maintain. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, they're. They are expensive. Right. Christian, I mean, when you were living in Georgia or Alabama, did you guys have opinions of Kentucky? Um, not so much Kentucky in particular, except for their weird obsession with basketball when there was perfectly good football to be played. <laughs> um, because, I mean, everybody admits that Kentucky is as much the deep south as, you know, South Carolina or Mississippi or Tennessee, or any of these other other places. But it was still kind of further on up there, yeah. and, you know, it is it does sort of scooch over towards the Midwest a bit. Um, I've been through there a couple of times. Um, at 65 miles an hour, it is a beautiful state. Oh, yes, it is. It's actually very beautiful here. I, yeah, uh, I, and uh, it's, a, it's fairly, it's a, you know, wide state, east to west. Yes. So from... Tip to tip, you get a uh, a different spread of topography, Mm -hmm. depending on where exactly you are. North to south, maybe not as much. Right. I I got sent a few years ago to uh, the Ginny Wiley State Park in eastern Kentucky to take a uh, a continuing education course for my job. And and it was so far, of course, you know, eight hours driving, and then 
you're in the foothills. And that was the first time I ever saw a chipmunk. Like the spe- <laughs> the speciation really? changed. Yeah, we were almost in West Virginia, and that was the first time I ever saw a ground squirrel in real life. Did, yeah, you have, like, what, you have squirrels where you? Oh, I got I got squirrels everywhere, but no, the little chipmunks, like oh, the, like okay, a right. like, chi- like Chip and Dale. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Yes, yeah. We we we've got we've got these evil black squirrels. Have you ever seen black squirrels before? No, just uh, just the brown ones. Okay, imagine um, imagine you took like bats and then crossbred them with rats. Yes. And then and they and they lost use of their wings. That would be a black squirrel. Those <laughs> okay. things are yeah, they are mean and nasty and big and and yeah, they're frightening. Frickin' everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Do you have black squirrels in uh Burlington, Vermont, Christian? I haven't seen any of the black squirrels here. The times that I've been in Toronto though, they have been everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't think they're allowed across the border. Probably not. Yeah. You don't want to that is the one secure aspect of this border yeah, is sure. the squirrels. <laughs> yeah, you don't want, want them there. Now, now, when I was looking for uh, information about Burlington, uh, Kentucky, can you say KY or is because because that's you know that's a that's a marital product as well. Like, uh, yeah, you right, say whatever you want. You can, yeah. So I don't know yeah. if that's insulting to people in Kentucky. No, no, we no we love that we we love that elementary school. Okay, so. All right. <laughs> we thought that was a great joke. Alright, so yeah. you get your Burlington. Now I looked and there, there's there's a restaurant. It looks like a chain's called Gold Star. You, do you have it in your part of Kentucky, this Gold Star? They, no. They, they serve, serve Coney dogs, which I'm a fan of, so Yeah, I know what a Coney dog is, but I, I I think I've heard of Gold Star, but I've never been to one. So you have to understand that where I am, I have to drive literally an hour in any direction to find a Starbucks. Oh gee. <laughs> Yes. Jeez. Wow, you're you're more remote than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where's the Starbucks? What's the closest Starbucks to you, Christian? Oh, it is uh, five miles from here, maybe less. <laughs> it's it's walking distance of my office. Okay, but from your home, I mean, that's a fair clip though. Five five miles. That's like. Uh, well, if you're talking Starbucks in particular, I would pass three Dunkin' Donuts on the way uh, there. Uh, huh. No, huh. Yeah, no, no. Let's not <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, when I was living in in Seoul, Korea, they they had Dunkin' Donuts everywhere, and uh, and I you know I would sort of teach at night, and then after I'm done teaching, I go to Dunkin' Donuts, and they like always be out of donuts, and I'm like this is this is insane, like the Dunkin' Donuts, and they never have donuts, and so I'm like I'm like you know what. I am smarter than all of Korea. I'm like I like I know Friday night I'm gonna go to Dunkin' Donuts and I'm gonna want a coffee and a donut. So I would go to Dunkin' Donuts during the day. I would buy the donuts I want, and then I would just bring them to Dunkin' Donuts at night, order my coffee, and then pull out my Dunkin' Donuts. That was my solution. <laughs> uh, yeah, you really pulled the wool over Korea's eyes. There. I, I taught them a lesson. <laughs> I tell you, screw you, Korea. Yeah, made out some state secrets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. So this, this Coney place you've never you've never been to. That, that's that's a, that's a, that's that's a shame. Hmm. What is what's a what's a good fast food sort of chain in in your, in your parts, uh, Wes? Uh, we have Sonic. We enjoy Sonic. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Oh of that. man, God, I miss Sonic so much. Yeah, uh, we are just we are just out of the area of a Waffle House. I have to drive to Clarksville <gasps> to get to a Waffle House. Uh, yeah, we got we got. And this Sonic's the only ones we're talking about, really. If a, I don't want to wax poetic about Long John Silver's. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I ever had that, but cause, I mean, growing up next to Detroit and Windsor, like yeah, yeah Long John Silver's was. Uh, you'd see all these things advertised on TV, but unless you got over to Detroit, you'd never really be able to 
to yeah. eat there, but I ne- I've never been to a um, a White Castle. Though have one in Evansville, I'd have to drive about an hour to get to uh, White Castle. There, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's about actually about the kind you'd make in your in your microwave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, how much is a White Castle burger? What about a White Castle burger? Oh, how, how much would a White Castle burger be? I have, don't know. I haven't bought okay. one since uh, college. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because a, <laughs> a lot of times these chains come to Canada, and then what is like just kind of cheap and greasy food in America becomes mm-hmm. like, like like an $18 you know meal deal in Canada. It's just, just not worth it. Right. Carl, are you familiar with uh, crystals? Uh, like the, the things that heal you? <laughs> no, no, well, is that, not, is that a not, yeah, no, crystals, uh, hamburgers. No, no, I never heard of that. Is that is that um, local to you? Well, not anymore. Uh, it's a, it was a, I imagine it still is a uh, more of a southern thing. But I, from what I know, it's it's roughly an equivalent to White Castle uh, in that it's open very late at night, especially on the weekends, and they they sell these small square burgers, and you buy six of them for. Uh, you know, just in a bag all at once. Yeah, beauty. And they market, well, they don't really market to them, but they are meant for drunk people yeah. after midnight. But they're open, I, like, regular hours as well. And that's kind of how I always pictured White Castle, but I haven't had the opportunity to. I've, I've been to a Crystals. I've been to a Crystals. Is it about the same? Yeah, yeah. Again, I was drunk when I won it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, you, Wes, do you have a regional soda? Like, you know, like a... Uh, Oh, we do. We do. It's it's called Ale Eight. It's uh, uh, a. It's basically tooth acid, is what it is. Um, (laughs) It is. It is hillbilly gasoline. Um, Ale Eight. Ale Eight. It. uh, I forget what the eight means, but it's supposedly. It's like it's like the original Mountain Dew. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before and you can. it's actually pretty good, but like I said, it, it'll just burn the enamel right off your teeth. Right. So, yeah, because growing, <laughs> growing up in uh, Windsor, Windsor, Detroit, you had uh, you had your Fago, Fago Red Pop, and, and Verner. Right. So those were kind of the two big kind of regional yeah. sodas there. But uh, I, th- I think the uh, the Insane Clown Posse, they I think <laughs> they kind of ruined Fago Red Pop. Yeah, right? so yeah. it became like their <laughs> official energy drink of the ICP or something. And then it's a bunch good of, cream soda, though. It, no, it's good. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very hard to find in uh, in Canada. Remember, there was uh, like a discount store near me here in Burlington closed down, but they they had like cases of Fago Red Pop, and like no one was touching it because I don't think in Burlington no one really knew what it was. But you know, me and my wife, we were buying it by like you know like like Carlo, like Fago Red Pop, holy cow! Mm. So yeah. Mm. So basically, yeah, you got to like you know it's got to fall off a truck basically to kind of get it here. Did, did you, ever, you ever have Fago Red Pop, Christian? Oh, I must have at some point. I've seen it around often enough. Um, red as a soda color never really a- appealed to me. I was more of a purple guy, I guess, growing up. What, 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 what's a purple drink there? Well, I guess I, growing um, up, I mean, I grew up in Burlington. <laughs> new right? grape, so, new yeah. grape is purple. Yeah, yeah. There's um, well, as an adult, you know, there <laughs> there are several varieties of Gatorade right. that are purple. Um, if you uh, cough syrup, uh, cough syrup, uh, depending shops. on what part yeah. of the cu- of you know what cultures you're uh, members of. There's purple drank, uh, <laughs> which is more illicit, I believe. 
and is enough to get you drummed out of the NFL, as we discovered right. a few years ago. Um, but I've, I've forgotten what exactly is in it. I think that's Gator, Purple Gatorade, and something worse. Uh, cough, cough syrup. The, the, I can't, the DMT, I can't uh, pronounce the entire actual name, but DMT, the... Uh, the, the make the make you see the blue elves drug. <laughs> Not a bad thing for a quarterback to have, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you're living in Oakland, but um, <laughs> yeah, purple. Or sorry, I'm trying to remember if we had an equivalent to Fago in Alabama when I was growing up, and I think we had we had Chex Cola for a while which had a whole variety, and that, I think, was a generic brand from a line of uh, grocery stores called Winn-Dixie, which yeah, is no Winn-Dixie. longer with us. Oh, really? As, as far as I know, they're not they're not around anymore. Um, and then I discovered Cheerwine in college, mm-hmm. which is a little, little tough to describe to someone that hasn't tried it's, it. It's like thin Pepsi, but it's good. <laughs> Is that an alcoholic drink or is that a no? No, no. You, well, you, put, no, no, you okay. put it in an alcoholic drink, but yeah. it, it's like even the even the bottles it comes in the the two liter, the plastic is too thin. Everything about it's thin. Okay, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I I drink a lot of that in college, and now well now I live in Vermont, and there are various types of maple infused soda, yeah. which. And I've tried some of them, and they make me thirsty for the purple drink and Fago and really anything else because it is incredibly nasty. Wow. Hmm. It is the one thing I've found that is not improved by maple. Hmm. So they really they really do infuse everything with maple in Vermont? That's not just a stereotype? Oh, no, 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 no. They oh, really? really do. Yeah, that'd be similar here in Canada. We try to put, like, you know, like, Maple and cookies and ice cream. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And oh. it's worse here because our maple is better. Whiskey. There's, ma- there's maple whiskey. <laughs> right. Yeah. That stuff that's not, actually isn't bad, though. Yeah. I have That'd learned, be- I, I did learn that all bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbon. That was the, that was the extent of my research on Kentucky. This, this is correct. Okay. This is very correct. <laughs> But uh, that, but but putting the putting the uh, the maple syrup and everything that that'd be like Kentucky putting tobacco and everything. Kind <laughs> of is that legislated? I don't know. We we still have one of the highest smoking rates in the in state. Uh, I saw a uh, time lapse heat map one time of, of smoke <laughs> of smoking trends in oh America oh over the last twenty years, and it, all all of America was getting cooler. And then Kentucky was just getting hotter because <laughs> because we're we're defiant. We are so defiant. No, she's, she's, <laughs> well, what what now, the unofficial state motto of Kentucky is? You always talk about on your podcast. Oh yeah. What's the unofficial state motto? You can swear on this podcast. Oh okay. It's it's fuck you. I do what I want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but what's the actual <laughs> model of motto of Kentucky? Uh, United, uh, United, we stand, divided, we fall. Okay, right. And and and, and last episode with with Pam, we learned that the state motto of Vermont was. Uh, it was already forgotten. Let me look that up again. I, know, I, I yeah. think it wasn't it fetuses or something, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to that. That right. was pretty good. Yeah, I think it was fetuses or something like that. So, any, have there been question about any fetus protests lately in uh, in, uh, in, in Vermont in, in, in Burlington, Vermont? 
Uh, no, all things seem sort of um, in a holding pattern fetus-wise. Uh, we actually did just pass a uh, – well, our governor signed it, so it's a law now that is protecting abortion rights and all that stuff. So screw the fetuses. It's all about the chicks. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> that may have come off a little harsher than I meant it. Right. <laughs> but um, no, so this is a very friendly place for your typical, you know, your your pro-choice sorts of folks. Right. Um, and, you know, other sorts of godless hippie liberal types. Right. Speaking, yeah. speaking of uh, godless liberal hippie types, or maybe the antithesis, your uh, your leaf Nazi neighbor, there's some news about him, isn't, isn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done... Uh, it's been since our last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, New, the new developments. <laughs> new developments on the leaf Nazi neighbor. <laughs> Christian. Reporting. I was walking... I was walking Shammy. This was just a couple of weeks ago. That's your dog, just for... Uh, my, yeah, Shammy is my dog. It's not a cloth. And, you just walk with a, cl- a cloth. You used to dry your car off. It's just like, yeah, that's just what my dog is named after. And um, I don't want to know fantastic why. name. <laughs> it lends itself to an awful lot of nicknames. Right. Um, you know, the Sham Cracker, uh, Shamwise Gamgee. If you're a Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you know Yosemite uh, Sham, Alexander Shamilton, uh, whatever, uh, whatever it takes. God help you if, but, Blake, if Blake Smith ever comes to stay with you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, he'll, I think he'll have some sort of stroke. But so I was walking Shammy back from we've had our, you know, had a little walk. And I really should learn this man's name. He comes sort of he, he sort of shambles when he walks. He's an older guy and he's not the best of health. Sort of interrupt but again. Is, uh, but this is this is your neighbor, your actual next door neighbor. You've been living my actual for, for yeah, years. literal next door neighbor. Okay. You don't you don't know yeah. his name. I don't know his name. No. Right. He knows mine. Oh, he calls me Chris. Okay. Close enough. Right, right. And I've heard his name. I just didn't bother to commit it to memory. But, um, yeah, my actual neighbor's probably 20 feet from me right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully no closer. Get out of here, son of a bitch. But he um, <laughs> shambling by and stops to talk. And um, so we're chatting. And he mentions that because the first time I really encountered him, was not long after I moved in here, and this was in the dead of winter. So it was really dark when I was walking Shammy in the morning. And we walked by, and I, I wear a little headlamp when we're walking after dark. And my headlamp caught him just sort of standing there <laughs> in, his, in his driveway in front of his house, you know. And I'm like, whoa, uh, good morning. And he's like, oh, morning. I'm just waiting for my ride to dialysis. <laughs> as you do it's like oh uh kidney dialysis yeah i gotta have it three times a week like oh that that sounds awful um well i hope it goes well for you, and, you know just moved on along and then that's when all the leaf bullshit started that but he comes by this week and uh we're just chatting he's talking about the you know his lawn or whatever and he goes i got a kidney transplant and like, really? When did that happen? Oh, let's see, ten days ago. Which and it kind of surprised me that he was up walking around. Yeah, yeah. But I know very little about these things. Right. And he's 
so I asked him about that. It's like, you're already up moving around. And all oh, the doctors want, I don't know why I'm giving him a Southern accent. I guess that's my own. It's better than a, like a fake Scottish yeah. one. Just, just Bill Files, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he does seem like he comes from hill people, mm-hmm. basically. But he says uh, the doctor tells him he needs to move around, but he's prohibited from doing more strenuous stuff like yard work. Oh. Which, as far as I can tell, is his entire identity. And it's, you know, summer just started, and there's going to be grass mowing just all over the place, and he's going to have to miss out. And, um, like, yeah, well, I got my son and my son-in-law to come help with all that, but I should be back to normal by the time the leaves fall. Oh, great. <laughs> like, oh, oh, good. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, well, good luck with the kidney. <laughs> and so I expect things to be back to normal in late October when he's back to raking happily, and I'm back to not raking even more happily. Oh yeah. yeah. And about the time he starts glaring at me, we get eight inches of snow that doesn't go away until the following May. So. So, yeah, it's, you know, good for him. Got a new kidney. No more dialysis. Um, and, you know, soon he'll get back to his one true love. Raking leaves. And just raking, raking leaves. leaves. Yeah. Wow. I, um, since, he's gonna be able, since he's going to miss the prime yard work season, I am going to just not rake any of my leaves just so he can rake mine if he, if he likes, just to sort of get it all out of his system. Well, you're thinking for, about him. For yeah. winter. I mean, you know, a, a kidney transplant sounds like it's major. I'm sure it's fairly routine by now, but it's still going to be a real shock to your system, you know? Right. And if he's really recovered from that, then I want to encourage his, you know, his cardiovascular system. And, and plus, I really hate raking my yard. So. Yeah. Just, dude, go nuts with my blessings. Have you, have you tried just mowing your leaves? <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to spend the kind of money I need to spend to get a mower powerful enough to rake through those. Right. I have seven maple trees in my yard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got um, he's got one or something. He's got one. Yeah. yeah. So he sits there during the uh, you know during the early fall when all the leaves are dropping. He'll sit in front of his house and watch his tree, and if a leaf drops, he can run out there and catch it. Um, meanwhile, every time the wind blows for more than three minutes, I get another two and a half inches in my yard. <laughs> well, what, what kind of trees do you have around you, Wes? Uh, we're you know we're mostly maple tree too. Uh, a little bit a little bit of maple. It, a lot of coniferous uh, elk trees mostly. Okay, all right. Elm trees rather. I don't think okay. of elk. I I have a I I don't know uh they they come out of the ground uh I have a similar issue with my my next door neighbor who is a uh I dare say psychotic uh, <laughs> well I I push I have a little post to stand up on the lawn and I just okay. push mow my lawn right. and this was a couple of years ago and also remember I'm I'm about six three. I'm, okay. I'm a big man, so I'm, it's it's about 100 degrees out. I am miserable. I don't want to mow the lawn, but I'm going to, or otherwise you get fined. And uh, he just comes marching out of his house and says, I, 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 I honestly forget exactly what he said, but he was intimating to me that he didn't like that my 22-inch 
you know, deck was a few inches over onto his yard like I was stealing from him. Uh oh. <laughs> like I was trying to horn in on his yard. And I I just looked at him and I go, You're you're upset that I'm coming over on your side of the yard. Yeah. You can call oh, the cops. <laughs> and to understand he's he's a head more than a head shorter than me. Alright, alright. So so I'm just like, you can call the cops. They will laugh at you. And yeah. I turned my mower on and kept going. <laughs> does um, does the but, deed to your property specify like square footage, or does uh, it mention airspace as well? I don't know, but I, I'm definitely. <laughs> oh, if he pisses me, he's never done it again because I think I, I scared him a little bit, which is not <laughs> which is not my way of doing things. But he, I was in a mood. But if he <laughs> does it again, I will put myself in debt by getting a surveyor, and then at just the right, I think it's eight inches in from my, my line, putting in a privacy fence so he can't even see in my house. I will I will do that shit. Again, that's that's fuck you. I do what I want. <laughs> I will hurt myself just to make you, make you have a hard time. Well, I've heard, like, because yeah, where we live, there's, you know, you, usually there's a shared fence, and, mm-hmm. and like our fence is, was kind of falling over, and the, right. the, 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 the neighbor had kind of done a do-it-yourself version, and he did yeah. You know, they, you have to sort of sink the post into cement but the the posts like the cement sort of little caissons are kind of like sticking halfway out of the ground i, I, don't, I don't know what i was thinking so you know after a few years they'll start to lean over so we're right, got a guy right. to come and give us a quote and talk to the neighbor and saying well we got a quote you know we want to fix the fence and he's like no i'll fix it so we're like you know this is a 75 year old man so it's like mm-hmm. all right he I mean, despite my skepticism, he seems to have righted the fence, but uh, so that that's good. But um, yeah, I respect the um, the uh, scorpion riding the tortoise approach <laughs> to dealing with your neighbor. Like this, that's just you saying, "I don't need to win as long as you lose." Right. <laughs> I I get it. I get it. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. lose, I'll also lose, but I'll be okay. Right. But I'll be better. All that now, it really pisses you off. I, I did. I did do my first real suburban thing. I, I I called the city on a I called the city on a neighbor. The uh, well, not quite a neighbor, but someone sort of down the street. I drive by. They had a big sort of big huge pile of garbage on the uh, we, we've got you know your front lawn and there's like the sidewalk and then there's what you call sort of the uh, like so that's sort of like the city property but you have to kind of maintain that and he had mm-hmm. like just a huge pile of like I think he's renovating his bathroom just a huge pile of garbage there and it, and you know the city doesn't pick it up on garbage day there's something right. you gotta take away to the dump it sat there for like a month and a half and so finally this is a, this is a big feel for me this is a big mood for me yeah, yeah. so I finally <laughs> called the city and then uh I think they eventually came and talked to him. He's just he's just now just moved it onto his driveway. Like I don't know right. what he's I don't know what he's doing. Like well, like just dude, just like you live in a really nice expensive house. Like just rent a van, throw that shit in the van because the city dump where I live is like it's like a ten minute drive away. It costs you like right. ten dollars to dump that stuff out. Like just you know, you know take a Saturday morning. I, I don't know, but I, I felt I felt quite suburban after doing that. The great thing about my neighborhood is if I have to get rid of something, I just put it on my front lawn and I just put I put I, I just turn out works free. It's gone I actually had some gone five minutes. Wow, we got a, yeah. We got a wheelbarrow. The people a couple houses down have sold their house and they're slowly putting things out 
you know, on the on sort of the city property they don't want. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like there's a wheelbarrow there. And we're like, ooh. We went and knocked on their time. Can we actually take this wheelbarrow? And they're like, you go right on ahead. So yep. we, uh, it was the um, Thursday when the, you know, you know, the Raptors won the basketball thing, right? So uh, it was the Thursday, uh, the, that game, we uh, we sort of opened up our garage and kind of put a TV in it and had all the neighbors sort of come over and watch the game and had, like, you know, beers and snacks for the kids and stuff like that. It was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I, I, invi- oh. I, ended up, I ended up inviting, like, 40 houses on my street. And then I started to worry, like, ah, oh, shit, what if, like, three people at each house turn up? That's you know that's like 120. Ooh, that's going to be bad. But but just a, a nice a nice amount of people turned up, and it was a good way to kind of meet your neighbors and uh, and uh, so so yeah. So but I invited Carl. Yeah, what is is the reason you invited somebody from Kentucky on so you could talk about the Toronto Raptors winning uh, the championship? Oh, well, I. I actually don't care about basketball. I don't know anything about. We were not that kind of household. I don't know yeah. anything about UK. I don't know nothing about. It. I'll just say that my, I, I mean, me, I never was into basketball. But then I met my wife, and like, she's like insane about basketball. Like, because they won that Thursday. From that Thursday to like the parade on Monday, I think my wife literally got five hours of sleep. She was mm. just she was just up and we're watching foot and we we TiVo every game. Well, we she TiVos every game. <laughs> she'll she'll watch games like two or three times. It's insane, and that's how much she's oh. into into the into the Raptors. So so yeah. No, oh. but, so I mean, to keep peace in the house, I have to kind of yeah. be a you know go Raptors. And so I, I like I know names. So like uh, Danny Green. And Mark Gasol, I, I know these names now, and, and I know what they look like too. So, yeah. So, for the sake of peace in your house, you're probably not going to ask her who won the gold medal in curling in the last Olympics. Then, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Americans. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Wes, but it's just you can't, still you cannot, you cannot beat our broom technology. It's a sore point, but but, the, the but it's a little the, the, yeah. Yeah, we just had a few overclocked Roombas out there, and we still kicked right. your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the bristle gap is far too wide. <laughs> <laughs> your your wife uh, your your wife is Korean, correct? Uh, well, sing at Singapore. She's from Singapore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I just I just assumed because you uh, said drink. Yeah. Uh, but but so is is Singapore is the do they have a basketball culture there? Uh, not so much, no. Mm. Uh, like, 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 I mean, Singaporeans kind of like, you know, they're always excited about everything, basically. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, they're very international kind okay. of, you know, <laughs> but I, a lot of them do follow NBA and that, that sort of stuff. But I, I like Singaporeans, not, not really known as a basketball powerhouse, I guess. Okay. Because I would watch a Singapore basketball league. <laughs> oh, man. I, I would, would. I would never, I would not be on a loop. <laughs> I'm sure they have curling in Singapore. I, I, I'm sure. I gotta find I, that I, next time I go. <laughs> I just, I'm just assuming everything is intense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Singaporeans, <laughs> yeah, they're they're very, very well ordered intensity. That's the nice thing about Singapore. It's like I don't know if you've ever been to Asia, but a lot, of, a lot of Asia is pure chaos constantly. Mm-hmm. But like, then you go to Singapore, and it's just like, holy shit, this is just nice and. People know how to use elevators here. This is great. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
I've never been to Asia. I think they don't like Americans much these days. Mm. Depends where you go, but yeah. Yeah, as I say, when I, was, when I was in Korea, I'd meet a lot of Americans, and lo- they were a lot of. This is during the George Bush years, the Bush the second, and. Uh, oh, okay. well, well, it's not as bad, but yeah. still not great. Yeah, a lot of them were still kind of hiding out from 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 that era, but uh, and then like like uh, you know, oh, it can only possibly get better. We'll go back when it gets better, and then I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So by the time it got better, then it was like the the economy crashed, so they still couldn't <laughs> go back. And so by the time the economy was improved and they could act, get actual jobs, then, then so Trump was in power. So now these people are just like, well, we're just never going to go back. Well, yeah, we're, right. we're we're in Singapore now. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. So so in a Ber- Bernie watch, what's up with uh, what's up with Bernie? Oh man, Bernie. Well, as you know, uh, the next um, election is roaring towards us. That's coming. Yeah, in just a little more than a year now. You still have student loans? <laughs> I do not. No, I'm. A, I'm. I my. I own my education free and clear now. Right. Well, well, you got a debt load, Wes. I went to a state school, so okay. Yeah, 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 yeah same here. I paid, football I, school on the side. I, so. I paid as I paid as I went. So right, good. Okay. I, I, li- I lied about where I where my what my address was, so I got in state tuition. <laughs> so you're not Bernie Bros for convenience. Uh, no. Well, at this point, I'm going to vote for any Democrat that gets in there. So that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know it's not it's not the greatest thing to say, but no, uh, no. It's it's some. I mean, they're they're. No, but the, the primaries are going to be yeah fun yeah. though. Right. It's like you know, some elections you vote your conscience, and some elections right. you, you just you got a game theory, and that's it's yeah. yeah. No hard yeah. and fast rule. Yeah, and then yeah. in all elections you vote against Trump. We've learned this now. Yeah. <laughs> you fool! Wow. But as far as Bernie himself, yeah, Bernie. yeah. Um, he has been polling pretty well. His numbers are starting to slide somewhat. Um, he seems to be rerunning his 2016 campaign. Why not? Which, yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't get him anywhere last year or last time, and the. You know, there's a lot more candidates on the Democrat side now. Mm-hmm. And the same tricks don't really seem to be working for him. He's in right now in the polls, he's depending on which poll you're looking at, he's in either second or third place. And his numbers are still trending down. And yeah, it doesn't look great for him. He's had a few gaps. He had another one today, I think. Or well, no one's calling it a gaff yet, but he he came off sounding exactly like Donald Trump. Mm. Um, he leaned into an actual working microphone and said, "You know, some people are saying that I would have been the nominee in 2016 if the system wasn't rigged." Oh, yeah. like, oh, dude, oh. you sound like one of his tweets. Well, they, I mean, the like, uh, what's some people? Your Bernie Bros? Yeah, some, yeah, that's true. That, that, right. yeah, that's true. Trump would always praise things. Some people, some people say, yeah, yeah. my echo, my echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't think Bernie's going to do as well this next cycle. Right. Yeah, and I'm fine with it. Really, I'm well, kind of tired of the man. Well, they used, but, they used to have those super delegates, right? Where it was kind of like a. You know, uh, Hillary got yeah, a, a super delegate 
That's a Democrat only thing, and I think it's decided state to state. Okay. They're still around. I think that our numbers have been reduced. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, and I'm not sure what the actual breakdown is. We'll learn all about superdelegates um, around the beginning of next year before we start the actual primary voting and stuff. Now, see, as, as a Canadian, to me, a superdelegate seemed like a, a good check and balance because you don't you know if it's purely a popular vote then it's like you know you got the free pizza candidate right and then everybody yeah. votes for you know and it's it's a way of sort of like balancing out you know the sober kind of second thought like okay you know free pizza sounds great people but you know there's an economy right here you know it's never made a difference in the election really no okay. uh, the Despite what the uh, Bernie supporters last time say, um, if we didn't have super, if you just took away all the superdelegates from the 2016 campaign, Hillary still would have won by a dramatic amount. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the superdelegates haven't actually changed the outcome of any Democratic primary since they were first instituted in, I think, 1980. But I have to double check on that. Okay. Um, so everyone screamed last time. Mm-hmm. So there's, okay, we'll cut back a little bit. It won't make any difference, but yada, yada, yada. So honestly, I, I got so tired. Superdelegates became the new hanging chad. <laughs> really? I'm tired of hearing it. Wes, that, you're, you're, th- you're 36, right? Was it 36? I am 38. Uh, some of those, some of my podcasts uh, I put out were done uh, in 2017. Uh, so okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm 38. I that the hanging chat issue that was my first uh, presidential election, right, and okay. it is, and it has let a let a you know left a bad taste in my mouth ever since. Because <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah. uh, I because I think me and Christian are a similar age. So if we if we say 1980, that just seems like recent history to us. But 1980 must seem like. Like the distant past to you. I was born in the December of 1980. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so you would never known a world without superdelegates. Yeah. Mm. And post-it notes. That was always sort of my, uh, it was like, you know, sort of doing online dating. It's like, how's, what's too young for me? And I decided that if, uh, if the person has always lived in a world that had post-it notes, which I believe were introduced in 1979, then that, that w- woman is too young for me. That was my cutoff. Yeah. The Atari 2600 is roughly about the same thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah do you, do you're at, uh, so West, you're thirty thirty-eight. Do you have a do you have a do you have a cutoff? You're you're single. Uh, you're, you're single man, right? I I am terminally single. Terminally I single. am, yeah. Uh, if they uh, at this point, I don't. I, I'm thirty-eight. I don't have the energy to actually like have a relationship in their twenties. So I pretty much say you had to have seen a Ghostbuster movie, a Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> or original Ghostbuster in the uh, in the theater. So. Okay. Say because you're uh you're you're like, you're you're like six six three six three six four. I'm a I'm a big old boy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say you come to Canada because between your now I'm sorry to, like from a Canadian you kind of got this 
the, you know, charming Southern accent. So between your charming Southern accent and, you know, <laughs> your, your height, you would do very well with the Canadian ladies. So if you ever... Uh, I'm you not get, doing well with the Kentucky, Kentucky ladies. I, no, that's, 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 <laughs> that's why life sucks. You just never do well the, in your own culture. But yeah, yeah. If you ever right. get a chance to sort of like, uh, uh, you know, transfer jobs or something like that, if an opportunity does come up in, uh, in, uh, in Ontario, I think you would do, uh, you'd do very well up here. The, uh, the, uh, the, the, the sort of the, your your uh, you don't have what I would call a strong kind of southern accent as we would think of a southern accent in, in Canada, but it's uh, it's it's, yeah. it's it's nice sounding to to you to know a I, here. everybody around here doesn't believe I'm from here really because I uh, they think they think I'm from Ohio <laughs> oh, well, everybody yeah. because I don't actually have a thi- I have I have a southern accent but I mm-hmm. I don't have the southern accent I don't it's it's uh, I do if I'm very tired right. or if I'm drunk because I'll say the southern accent is a lazy mouth. Right. Yep. Okay. Your tongue gets a little thick and you start talking like that, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. It's it, it's uh. But but everybody's just like who doesn't know me. It's like, are you are you from Cincinnati? You know. It's a, <laughs> no. No. I'm from here. I have always been from here. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. I got. I'm the same way. It's like you're from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And. I never felt like I had much of an accent when I was living down there. People up here can tell the difference, but they think that I sound like a complete rube. Uh, you know, it's like, well, you know, just some NASCAR-loving uh, redneck. And right. well, I'm I I don't really care about NASCAR, but. Uh, you really should come to my family reunion before you judge. <laughs> yeah. I I like to say I'm a cultural Kentuckian, but I don't really believe in that shit. <laughs> my my what my wife? I mean, Singapore. Like like if you heard my wife speak, you would you know she has sort of you'd think just a normal kind of Canadian accent, but that that's her doing a Canadian accent because right you know like because but when she. When she's with other Singaporeans, like her, her, she slips back into her Singaporean accent, which to her is her actual normal voice. And suddenly, it, it's it's like, who who's this person I married? It's like she's a mm. completely different person when she slips back into her Singaporean mm-hmm. accent. It's really weird. I don't know. Yeah. I have a friend who's gone to Japan to teach English, and she she's a young woman with the thick Kentucky accent. I'm like. Oh my gosh, she's going to create entire classes of Japanese people with Kentucky, <laughs> you know, with Kentucky, hey, y'all. <laughs> with Kentucky pronunciation. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah I don't actually kind of hear. Because that's the uh, the uh, I mean I don't know about Japan, probably similar to Korea, but yeah, like Koreans kind of like they think like TV movie English is the mm-hmm. preferred accent. I would always tell them like, don't get a British or you know. But right. a British tutor, because like you know, someone if 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 your intent is to send your kids to Harvard, you know, uh, get them a British accent because they will do far better, you know, in life in America with a British accent than they would do sounding like fucking Tom Cruise, you know. Like. <laughs> that uh, that fake middle uh, what do they call it, Middle Atlantic. Yeah, oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, the, the was the uh, um, FDR that his uh, right, right. That's right. I think it's totally fabricated, isn't it? I, it must have been an affectation, uh, probably that eventually right. became, you know, became just the way people spoke. Like what was that 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 uh, 
that uh that that woman that ran that blood testing company. Oh right, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She oh put, yeah, uh, Teresa something. Yeah, right. She no, no, her name was a uh, Thanos or whatever. Thanos, the name Thanos, of that. Right, yeah. Thanatos yeah. or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, 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 yeah, she affected that sort of like that that deep husky voice. Like, mm. Yeah. Man. You know, speaking of moving to Canada, the only the only what I know about Canadian culture comes from that Letterkenny show. And uh, oh, yeah. are you yeah, you're aware of Letter Letterkenny is terrifyingly close to uh, Muhlenberg County, so <laughs> which you never of course you've never heard about Muhlenberg County, but it's it's basically the same thing, just a lot of rednecks and very sad, sweaty goth kids. Oh dear! <laughs> everybody's on meth. What's 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 the weather like there, Wes? Uh, completely and utterly erratic. Okay. Um, yeah, we're the Ohio River is not doing us any favors. Uh, Overflowing? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's the, you know you get like a, a weather effect off of it, um, but it could. Uh, oh, right now we're in tornado season. Just mm. Sunday, Sunday the damn thing. Uh, the tornado siren is. Uh, I can see it from my back porch. And mm. so it went off for like six minutes last oh. last Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, we're in tornado season. So it mm. it's either hot or it's very cold or uh, we get we get um, like a good solid three weeks of what you would consider winter. Um, <laughs> Only three weeks. Yeah, yeah, but it's a miserable three weeks because mm. uh, we're not equipped for it. Oh, oh yeah, that's true too. Right. Wow. Yeah. Has your summer started, Christian? Because here in Metric Burlington, like, like only today has it really felt like summer. It's been a cold, rainy, sort of spring proto summer. It's it's been somewhat miserable. For the last couple of weeks, it's been like sliding up and kissing the low eighties or whatever the uh, metric equivalent of that is. About twenty five, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, today it was pretty warm. It started off rainy. No, no, this morning I'm I'm confusing my days. <laughs> was that today or last week? No, it was um, sunny this morning, and then some fairly violent storms rolled through this afternoon and cooled things down. It's in the mid 60s now, so it's pretty much I don't know, roughly on par for what we normally get. All right, yeah. Um. So, and we're all kind of ready for it because winter started a little on the early side this time around, it, and it came in hard. No, oh, yeah, it's probably the same there. Just all of it. that's why. I mean, I joke about my neighbor, but really the reason I didn't finish my leaves was because I the snow showed up sooner than anybody <laughs> thought it was. Yeah, and then yeah. it's just like, well, I, mean, I can't see him anymore. Fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> For all I know, they're dissolving under there. I saved myself a lot of time. But then the snow melted, and like, nope, they did not dissolve at all. They turned into a hard-to-move mass. Yeah, we had, like I said, we'll get like three weeks of what you would consider like like heavy snow weather. But it stays cold a long time. Right. And and um, we had an issue this winter because it was staying. We're talking like it was staying. In the tens and twenties, but like all the time, like we were having, yeah, but uh, we were having issues with things freezing underground cold. Uh, Yeah, because the the, it was uh, 
But old Bevan, our buddy Bevan, our governor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking carpetbagger from New Hampshire. Uh, he was just like, because he wouldn't let them, he almost didn't let them call off school. He's like, they they just have to stand outside. It's like, you son of a bitch, these little kids have to stand out in the middle of, like, you know, I, it takes me 30 minutes to drive to work, right? So I see them out in these, out in these farmhouses and stuff just, Oh yeah, it's it's six a.m. and they're standing in a uh, you know ten degree weather, <laughs> wait, waiting waiting for the uh, waiting for the the uh, the bus to show up for about you know up to forty five minutes. Oh dear, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, Bev, Bevan's a monster. <laughs> oh, Bevan, God, Bevan he is yeah, the worst. Bevan is actually the reason I have yet to actually pursue uh, the title of Kentucky Colonel because you you are technically the uh, governor's aide de camp when you are Kentucky Colonel. Yeah, and what, I, what? Uh, what is that all about, that Kentucky Colonel? Uh, I was looking at I knew you would ask, so I looked it up. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Yeah. Uh, back, I wasn't, wasn't uh, going to, but now you brought it well, up. Like around the – in the 1800s when they this, uh, disbanded the official Kentucky militia, uh, they – the governor kept um, the uh, the office of colonel for his actual aide-de-camp, like his, his, uh, his best assistant. And it just became a thing. And I think around 1865, it became uh, an honorary for, okay. for anybody who was just uh, a really great Kentuckian. And uh, it was uh, a like Mark the, of being a like the Mark of being a city or something. Yeah, yeah. If you were if you were a if you were a well known scholar, or gentleman, or, or athlete, you got to be Kentucky Colonel. Uh, now it just means you get a, a special uh, license plate. So. All right. Can anybody yeah. apply for it, or does it have to be like a nomination? I, and a... I don't know. I think I think it's like a night uh, a, a, a Kentucky Colonel. You have to, you have to be sponsored by another Colonel. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Sort of like um, you know, I've been sort of researching this uh, this guy named George, George King. He he founded this sort of UFO cult in like the fifties called the Ethereum Society. And I may uh, have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he <laughs> kind of like he just I don't know, he kind of just he kind of went bonkers and started like sort of buying all you know every kind of fake ass title out there. Like he's like the, mm-hmm. you know he's like the prince of some island in the mediterranean and and you know the bishop of something and the you know the you know the a knight of something else and all these titles are just totally bogus and you right. know, he, the, the one thing he didn't buy himself i guess was the, the kentucky colonel uh, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i just looked it up because i was curious sure. matt bevan is the most unpopular governor oh yeah in the country he he, and it's he, not actually even close. He got a thirty-three yeah. percent approval rating, and which is seven points lower than number two. Right, back in the primaries, and he's the sitting governor, right? Back in the yeah. Republican primaries, he only got fifty-two percent of, of the vote, so he barely squeaked by hmm. to get the uh, to get the primary. So, yeah, yeah, and then uh, but we had like a huge turnout for the Democrats for the uh, for our primaries, which never happened. So hmm. who knows? What are our Doug, Doug Ford, our, our Ontario premier? D- Doug Ford is kind of like he's like our Donald Trump, but he's he's mm-hmm. he's, he's, a, he's actually smarter. Like he, he's, right. he's he's not a stupid man, but um, a, a, but he's uh, 
I don't, What's he, that like? Yeah, I know exactly. I've forgotten. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. Let me tell you. But uh, <laughs> he, he, not to interrupt you, but his brother was the more color for Ford, right? Yeah, right. Yes, he was the the the, the guy who did all kinds of every drug imaginable. I think. I can was. I can actually respect that those kind of antics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind right. of respect that. Yeah. He, but he, uh, Doug Ford, uh, yeah, his his popularity has kind of like plummeted to all these new lows. Like he started like kind of cutting everything, and then he made the mistake of basically like cutting everything. So like everybody's sort of sacred cow has now been cut, and then he just started talking about amalgamating towns and stuff and no, no for the most part you know most people like the town they live in and like the local government and think things are going pretty well so they don't want anyone kind of come along and saying you know what see that kind of that bigger town next door you all kind of you know hate on you're going right. to be part of them so basically he's 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 basically done something to piss off everybody in the province and that now his popularity is like an all-time low so he shows up at like the raptors parade and, and he was just like roundly booed by everybody and it was it was pretty it was pretty nice to see actually right <laughs> yeah we're just just here in kentucky i i think he keeps getting by because we i, I i'm not joking about the fuck you i do what i want we really have <laughs> we really have op oppositional defiance baked into us uh the 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 people that vote for him are the same people that keep lighting up cig uh, cigarettes in the ER waiting rooms. You know, <laughs> you know it's just uh, ah, his base. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, and and McConnell. Oh God, McConnell. I don't. I don't want to turn this into the Kentucky uh, <laughs> politics pocket, but it's gonna. It's well, gonna, don't forget about Rand Paul. Uh, we'll get we'll get letters. <laughs> right. the, 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 the tobacco rock. stained letters all coming right, out. Of right. it. I'm a I'm a I am a liberal wiener, but I own a lot of guns. I don't. <laughs> I'm very, but I'll vote all that shit away just just to get some sense back. Right. <laughs> no, Wes, you were kind of drawing up a topic list. You had a great idea for a topic of. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, be, yeah. The yeah. best podcast for us falling asleep to, and the mm -hmm. ones that would be most offended to know that is what you use them for. And <laughs> and and this this one actually, I, I would look at. I'm like, yes, because uh, you know I, I've got a fairly long commute, like on a commuter train. It's it's about an hour, and uh, and I, I don't know. If I, it's at my at my age, I, I've kind of developed this talent to basically uh, an ability to kind of fall asleep anywhere at any time now so but basically i've become an asian i think in my 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 my, my <laughs> elder years so just you know if i'm on the if i'm on the, the train i just <clears throat> fall asleep but, but i have to i you know, i kind of need like an interesting a podcast a certain kind of podcast to kind of help me fall asleep and is this this is what you you're you're finding yeah, there. The one I use there actually is uh, several types of these podcasts, but the the, the most famous one is uh, Sleep with Me, and it's it's a guy that just he tells these rambling, pointless stories that are meant to put you. No, it's true. It's true, and it's fabulous. You turn. You, you, he doesn't. He he never makes it to his destination when he talks about things, and I I'm actually an insomniac, right. and uh, and he he always knocks me out. Like I knew it was magic one night when I turned it on, and he just started reading the Taco Bell menu. Oh damn! And, <laughs> and it knocked me out. Uh, so yeah, sleep with me with uh, Scooter is. Uh, I am actually on his Patreon. It, it's fat. It's magic. <laughs> it's magic. It puts me to sleep every time. Uh, but then there's stuff like. Uh, uh, 
Oh, a couple NPR podcasts that are very respectable that I put on because they put me right out. Um, on Being. Have you ever listened to On Being? No, they're, they're re- no. It's their religious one. It's very. It's actually very intellectual and fascinating. But, okay. but they talk very quietly and very seriously about neurology and uh, the soul. And okay. Knocks, <laughs> knocks you right out. There was one I listened to for a while. It was a news podcast from the BBC. Mm. And, oh, man. I mean, I, I respect their the depth of their journalism, but good God. <laughs> there's there's actually I am so sorry, but the the traffic on the M one is closed down because right, 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 Saint, right. because the cathedral is on fire once again. And turning to sports. Yeah. There's there's one out of New Zealand called um uh Mysteries Abound. And it's the guy who does it has a very lovely New England New uh New Zealand accent. Right, right. And what he does is he just reads these curated high strangeness articles. And he's got, he's got, it's actually, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's fascinating for people like you and me, but also he's just very quiet. I can't do a New Zealand accent, but he's just, he's very calm and metered. And, uh, I was listening to him for a while until he mentioned in one of his breaks that he, uh, uh, was kind of angry that he was getting famous for being a sleep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the uh, I mean I know yeah for for me it's like it yeah it's part it's like the like it's a voice like like mm-hmm. I mean, you know bring up Blake Smith again like Monster Talk like like you know Blake Smith's voice I I, I really like and it kind of yeah it kind of helps l- lull me to sleep on the train and, and but there's a certain amount of like like I, I like I need something where I can kind of like listen and have, it's very information dense and and mm-hmm. and so I can kind of turn my brain off and just kind of listen to the information and that's kind of puts me puts me to sleep uh the uh, sleep with me podcast guy during game of thrones he would do a he would do an episode recap uh where no one dies <laughs> because he never because because part of his, his shtick is that is that it's it's actually like a it's a bedtime story nothing bad happens nothing uh he doesn't talk about anything that would upset you no, nothing that'll ping you awake. Nothing that'll make you open your eyes. Right. And so he just, he just, he, you know, uh, basically will talk, start talking about uh, uh, one of the Lannister kids' cats, and just, <laughs> and it's, it's really light. And he he knocks me out. I mean, he, by the last quarter of the episode, could it be him putting subliminal messages for me to go rob banks, and I wouldn't know. Right. So. What did I, I found? You know, that cat oh, got raped four times and burned right. up a steak. Like, <laughs> the subsequent episode, yeah. <laughs> I th- actually, I, I think it was confirmed by uh, the writers that Sir Pounce did not survive. <laughs> well, I, I found a torrent of, like, a torrent collection of, like, uh, Game of Thrones episodes, but, but right. so, someone had kind of edited out a lot of, like, the sex and nudity. Right. And, and, and at first I thought, like, oh, God, like, you know, it's all so like, the all first this, four seasons took about forty-five minutes total. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking all this violence and crap. You're, you know, they're leaving that in when they're ex, you know, getting out the sex yeah, and nudity. Yeah, I've, yeah, mm-hmm. But but then, then I thought to myself, oh, you know what? I mean, like like what what if I had like like a like a child? Like let's say I had a son who who was like a dwarf, right? And, right. and you know, I 
I could sit him down in front of Game of Thrones and, and we could watch it together and we can go, you know what? Tyrion is awesome, right? You know, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, he's a dwarf, but you, you don't fucking even notice, right? Cause he's just such an right. awesome character and an awesome actor. And that would be something you would want to maybe sit down with, with a, with a child who's a dwarf or something like that. Yeah. And just to show him, like, you know, look, it doesn't matter who your size, like, look how, you know, that kind of thing. I thought, but you know, and then suddenly, like, you know, boobs are popping out everywhere and you, right. you might, feel uncomfy about showing that to a 10 year old you know so so many floppy wieners yeah yeah exactly so (laughs) then i'm like okay yeah that might be i i I could see why you might want to do that or you maybe you want to you know there's strong young strong girls in this you know and and, right right or even what was her name you know those you know she wanted to be she wanted to marry the cute prince and be a princess and you know look what happened there right you know sansa yes sansa you know that was a great cautionary tale really for kind of young girls who Mm -hmm. can't get over the whole princess shit you know and like and uh like oh man yeah but you know again you might want to not then you know again have you know you know women being you know violated with a crossbow or something right right oh yeah i love i love fantasy you know i love fantasy sci-fi and the production value that was great but i and i used to i still do like with it it's it's called grim dark is that genre where where it's fantasy but still bad real world shit happens and the hero doesn't always win well I'm ready for to go back to the hero winning again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for. I'm ready for some some good outcomes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm kind of at, at this point. I'm done with moral ambiguity. So, yeah, exactly. We need. We need. The pendulum's got to swing back to that. All right. Wow. All right. Well, maybe we should. We should. We should wrap up because yeah, I've got. I got some podcasts ready to put lull me to bed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, let's see. And Wes, what's um, so you're you're probably by the time this airs, your second part of your Kentucky Colonels of Truth, uh, Charles Manson Part Two will will be coming out. It should be Sunday. Yes, okay, right. And that is available on iTunes. Kentucky Colonels of Truth. There's so it, on it, right? It's it's on all the uh, yeah. It's on yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I strongly encourage people to to get into those two episodes before you see the uh, the uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie again. I don't know what it, how it's going to cover this, but given I, I like Quentin Tarantino, but you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's like I don't know. I, I after you listen to your podcast, you're like, yeah, it, it, this doesn't need some sort of Reservoir Dogs stylish kind right of, kind know. of a Technicolor violence to it. You know? Exactly, right. <laughs> hey, Christian. What's what's uh, what's coming up in your in your world? Oh God, let's see. Well, <laughs> oh my God, this is depressing. What? No, <laughs> no, I can't think of anything. All right. <laughs> no, it's just you know the the summer is uh, you know is upon us, so we're all looking at vacations and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then the blessed blessed snow. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna buy. Um, I'm gonna buy an actual snowblower. I think this year. <laughs> <laughs> I I I highly recommend them. Yeah, talk me into it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to Singapore in August. The uh, we try to go oh, every cool. year. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. My my wife wanted to go to uh, Paris, but then then I'm like I'm like you know, honey, I don't want to seem indelicate, but your parents aren't getting any younger. And, you know, they, mm. you know, they, they only really get to see their granddaughter when we go to Singapore. So imagine having a granddaughter only be able to see her once or every other year or something. So I'm like, let's, 
while your parents are still alive and walking around on this earth, let's uh, let's let's spend as much time with them as possible, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So there'll be plenty of time to go to Paris. That's fair. And my mom is coming into town uh, in the next few days for the Fourth uh, of July. And what else? I'm looking at doing a trip to the Bahamas, but later in the year when it's cold here and warmer there, some dive buddies are, we've been talking about it. We'll see if, uh, if the money comes together. If not, it'll push it off until the spring. All right, very nice. Yeah. Mon- Monday's so, Canada Day. So we got a long weekend coming up. That's our oh, July cool. 4, Canada, July 1 Canada Day. Oh, yeah. That's so, do you, do you, do you blow anything up? Forth. Do we blow shit up? Uh, yeah, we got fireworks and stuff like that. Uh, not so much like, like, you know, like, not too many people, you know, like, because I, I lived in Seattle, so July 4 was kind of like my real introduction. It's I, right. Basically, it was like, um, if you have a dog, you got to put like a little American flag yeah. kerchief around its neck. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and that seemed to be what the July 4 thing was about. And uh, But yeah, we don't do that in Canada, put like little Canadian flag kerchiefs around our dog's necks. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think we have technically any plans for the July one because it's on a Monday. So the next day is Tuesday and got to go to fucking work. So uh, yeah, 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 so I can't stay up late. But yeah. <sighs> all right, then. And uh, <laughs> OK. All right. So uh, West Brown. Kentucky Kernels of Truth, absolutely go check out your podcast. Uh, Thank you so much. Christian, uh, if you go to Bahamas, uh, don't die. Don't go to Dominican Republic because Americans are dying. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. No closer than the Bahamas. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Thousands of really old people are going through that island every year and drinking and exerting themselves. Ooh. Why, why are so many of them dying? I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right. And visit our Facebook page on Facebook, uh, the Burlington Friendship Society. Get all sorts of bonus content like um, pictures of lawn signs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, city murals. City murals. Yeah. All sorts of exciting things. All right. Ooh, I'll, sit, I'll try and get you a picture of uh, my hometown's mural. That would be wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, yeah, it's a, we, we're a coal mine. We're a, traditionally a coal mining town, but the mural looks like a potato mine. So awesome. <laughs> Hunks of coal are hard to do, like hands, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. So you yeah. to draw hands, but you can't. You can't sort of tuck like coal behind someone's back, like right, put right, them in right. their pockets. Like, where's all the coal? It's in the miners' pockets. Oh, okay, mm. right. Yeah, can't do that with coal. All right. Yeah, we, Wes, if you're not already part of the Burlington Friendship Society Facebook group, join us. Join it and uh, post your picture of uh, the potato coal. <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> all right. All right. And uh, I will bid you all adieu. And uh, I'm your friend, Carl Mamer from Metro and, Burlington. And I am your friend, Christian Walters from Imperial Burlington. And our new friend? And I'm your friend, uh, Wes Brown. From some part of Kentucky. Not, yeah, well, that doesn't not matter. Not fucking it really, Kentucky. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm from Providence. Okay. I'm from, <laughs> it's not very Provident, but I'm from Providence. All so. right. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Catch you later. Thanks so much. See ya. Bye-bye. Is it okay to go?
I hate that song. <laughs>